Hello, listeners. This is your host and game master, Kat. Sorry for the very short episode this week. We had some trouble with the recording, and this is all we were able to put together. Uh, we will be back at our usual time slot in two weeks with a full-fledged episode, I promise. We are so tantalizingly close to how this ends, and it would be a shame to let it sort of whimper out. So we are full steam ahead with really interesting plans that I'm really excited to see us go forward with. In the meantime, we did want to get you something. So this week, we have a senior staff meeting that Moff Cassius is having, where we discuss some juicy bits of information that I think will put you in a very excited headspace for the episodes to come. This is normally where I would do my little spiel about supporting us on Patreon and messaging us on Tumblr and all that. Um, I'm going to cut that short because this episode doesn't need to drag with me talking for 20 minutes. And instead, I will say, let's go back a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Okay. In Fair Verona, we set our scene. Um, I think. No. It's the name Between of the board. Between a grandpa and you know, 12 like, new teens. You know how every, like, some places, like, the boardrooms have, like, the maple room or, like. Okay, so Moff Cash's ship is called the Avenger. The names of these rooms would have to speak to Moff Cash's self importance, right? See, I, I just don't foresee a future where, or a f- I don't foresee a situation in which on a extremely formal imperial vessel it's not meeting room 2a uh that's fair like it's just what deck it's on and an alphanumeric designator yeah i think that makes sense um the only other thing i could think is that it's named after districts of coruscant but that's like a very specific moff cassius thing because i think he has a lot of self-importance and wants to style himself as you know the fashionable fascist so i think you could 
it, it could be the his personal briefing room and it could have several like artifacts on the wall or something for, of him showing off right like at my company even at my site like the plant manager has his own personal conference room i think very specifically about um the way that thrawn's room is depicted in rebels yeah where he's got like um the Sindula family Kalakiri and some Sabine Wren originals and the relief carvings of the Isalamiri. Mm-hmm. Although they're never actually named as Isalamiri. So, you know, one of them might be Bort. Oh, wait, no, they, Bort was they half. Rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so um, I, I think we do set our scene in the personal conference room of Moff Cassius at what is evidently based on the type and number of pips on everyone's plaque. Probably a senior staff meeting. Uh, I would love it if we could each come up with one detail of decoration that Moff Cassius keeps in his office to make him, or in his meeting room to give himself some self-importance. Personally, I would think that maybe he has a scale model of the Kaminoan cloning facilities. I I think it's like it's a like the table, like the boardroom table is kind of similar to that of the boardroom in the ISB facility in Andor, like as in it's like a round table where everyone faces in. Mm-hmm. Maybe not exactly that big, maybe it's not exactly round, but the position where he sits is definitely raised to the other positions. Yeah, so I'm kind of picturing, um, if you'll forgive the visual, but the shape kind of is a bit toilet lid, right? Where there's a circle yeah, and then one flat side and that flat side is Moff Cassius's zone. And it's like a triangle, triangular like desk thing that like raised above, like it's elevated above the other part of the boardroom table. Yeah, not, not like ridiculously so no but, but like six subtly inches. um this boardroom is explicitly built out of metal recovered from the first death star yeah and so it has a different tone and sheen to it mm-hmm. i would say it's overlooking uh, the bridge area that's cool it has like a one-way window so like everyone can kind of see that there's people in there and be reminded they have to keep working and you can also see out at what any given situation is. It's, I think, uh, very specifically, you can't see into that room from the bridge. So it sort of serves as a panopticon. Oh, I think he can let you see that he's in there. Like, he, like it's transparent steel that he can, like, flip on and off. So he, yeah, he may, like, he may be there at any time, but you will know when he's there for sure when he wants mm-hmm. you to know. Yeah. Yeah. That's rad. And yeah, I, I think it is, I think it's kept transparent for senior staff meetings just because it gives that more of an air of importance. Like everyone not in attendance knows senior staff is having a meeting right now that could decide our fate. Yeah. It's the toilet bowl. <laughs> Is he inside the ring? Why is it a no, triangle? No, no, no. He's at the head of the table, like with the triangle. That's his desk. Okay. And the like, triangle it... represents his penis. Yes. And then for Christmas one year, Moff Cashets gets gifted a pair of chode jeans. I think we'll sort of come into this in media res. 
Absolutely. Uh, who is giving their presentation as we enter this scene? And uh, feel free to identify your character, not by name, but by what they do. You know, like intelligence officer, security officer, and like training officer. I, what would the... um it, it, Like chief personnel officer or... Yeah, or like a commandant maybe. Yeah, yeah sure. I'll go. <laughs> so the chief personnel officer giving their speech. New train cloning has been going exceedingly well. They have taken to the leadership they've been given. Yep. You did say train cloning. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, Listen, our, I'm bad our, at our, this. our Thomas the Tank Engine program. Okay. No, you're good. That was, yeah, just a, you're good. Yeah, just take. The clone training program has been going exceedingly well. They've taken to the counseling given by the crew of gold squad very highly actually that's good to hear uh does it seem like the methodology is working out i know that we've had some alternative ideas and i wanted to get your honest assessment do we need to employ alternative methods or will they be ready in time at the current pace i would expect them quite ready and able on time Perfect. See that it stays that way. Uh, I'd like uh, to move on to the next agenda item, unless you have anything else you'd like to add. None. Grand Moff. <laughs> Grand Moff. <laughs> I can't get this straight. <laughs> uh, you can just say sir. Okay. None, sir. Excellent. Uh, what's the status of the super laser? What is the status of the super laser? Um, uh, I guess significant, like, significant progress has been made because of the past like 72 hours compared to like the past three weeks yeah like well sir your decision to recruit the aurum for this project has been highly profitable uh since their chief engineer has joined our ranks we've had significant progress particularly over the last 72 hours our initial tests indicate that we have maybe five more days until it is fully operational Although we can perform some smaller scale targetings at present power. I've worked with engineers before. I know you can have it done for me in three days. See to it that this project is completed in advance of your intended delivery. That is, has always been the goal, sir. Um, if I might add, if we were to consider some of the crew expendable, we could have it ready in two. What members of the crew would we consider expendable? Operators, primarily. Clones. Those charged with activating yes, 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 the yes. super Ship's property. Uh, of course. 24-hour shifts are fine. So, uh, mm, Th- that is to I, say a rotation. I'm not sure I was clear. Um, it's not so much the installation as it is the operation. Installation is commencing as, as we anticipated. If you needed the super weapon... If you needed the super laser to be fully operational within two rotations, we could use it. However, those in the immediate vicinity would be at serious risk. Radiation sickness? That and some other instabilities in the core. Would the ship be at risk? There is a, there is a small possibility, but I'm not... I'm confident that it would be it would be safe enough for the ship. Prepare three teams. Isa. And uh, be sure to give them a small bit of extra ration for their sacrifice. We'll make sure they have their EVA gear as well. I'd prefer not to lose EVA gear. It is considerably cheaper to replace EVA gear, but it is your wish. 
I would rather not lose the investment of the clones, but if that is your wish, we will make it so. You know that when I run my bridge, I prefer that my officers speak their mind. Quite true. Uh, I guess this is holdover from my previous days. Um, so I would, I would like to give them the EVA gear, simply because the primary risk is radiation sickness. However, there is a small chance of decompression. So the EVA gear would only be for the decompression? Only for the decompression, sir. Should they be evacuated from the ship forcefully, I am sure you would like to recover your assets. What would it cost to give them appropriate radiation shielding? That is in the plan, sir. It would just be, it is one of the final things to be installed. If we needed to use the Personal radiation suits. Personal radiation suits. It would be a significant investment, not only... Fine, 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 fine. Primarily Uh, procurement. No need for the radiation suits, then. I'm sure the clones will be receiving glowing praise afterwards. Sir. That was a joke. You may all laugh now. Quite. Hmm. Last but not least, intelligence. You have a report for me? Really, I have two reports. Um, The first, of course, concerning the current status of Krennic. Ah, yes. We know... As earlier reported in our emergency communication, we're quite confident he escaped between the hours of 1500 and 1600, based on the logs we have regarding Shoal's navigation of the ship. We have an ISB agent stationed within our docking crew. Um, Of course, no one is privy to that information outside of this room. He will be on alert for anyone entering or leaving the Arum. Perfect. And now this second report is rather more interesting. Yes, it's... Well, um, I was alerted by one of my staff to a potential situation uh, regarding the training of our clones. As previously reported, the speed at which the clones are being trained is more than sufficient. However, among Gold Squad, um, there appears to be one individual ct4196 um goes by the nickname kippen claims to in his previous mission killed a jedi killed a jedi now of course we likely would have known of any potential jedi postings or locations however he claims that this happened on an undocumented planet, something about a side route to rescue an Imperial officer. Um, I haven't been able to corroborate this information with any of my intelligence. Um, However, it is possibly an asset we can utilize. Um, The conversations surrounding CT-4196 seem to be... um, Frankly, our clones seem to see him as a hero. Um, Of course, their built-in genetic directive predisposes them toward hatred of Jedi, Force users. Um, And regardless of whether or not CT4196 is telling the truth, we should be able to utilize him as a method of influence among our population. I will ensure that he is continuously monitored um, and that we understand the progress and current attitudes that the yeah, soldiers yes. hold toward him. But um, I'd like to bring this Kippen in for a personal tete-a-tete. Do you um, think you can arrange that for me? That, I mean, um, 
yes, that likely falls under your purview as the chief personnel officer. Um, naturally, the ISB was never here. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, one of you arranged a meeting for me. He, his secretary scampers out to try to arrange a meeting. Um, so on to the next order of business. And it is at this point that the ship alarms go off because Keel's escape has just gone loud. Did I do that? Yes. Yes, yes you, you did. did. Chicks with Dice is a production of So Says Media. To support the work we do, visit patreon.com slash so says media. The Star Wars RPG is published by Edge Studios and is used in compliance with their fan content policy. Remember, the best way to support the show is to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Good Pods, or to tell a friend about the show. Word of mouth is the number one way a podcast gains new listeners, and a close second is five-star ratings. The theme song for The Same Coin was written and performed by Chris Postel of Sounds Like an Earful. Visit soundslikeanearful.com to hear more of Chris's work. For all other music and sound effects, see liner notes for details. This episode features Aaron Cotter. Aaron uses they, them pronouns. It also features Erica Rebecca Belsas, who uses any, all pronouns, Emma Hislop, who uses shrug emoji pronouns, and me, Kathleen Hislop. I use it, its, and she, her pronouns. Until next time, stay wizard.